Hello and thanks for downloading Reset from SAP. My name is Russell Goldsmith and over the course of this series I'm speaking with some of SAP's partners from across the EMEA South region to share their inspiring stories and find out how they have coped during 2020's COVID-19 pandemic and importantly how they're resetting their thinking into how to run their business, engage their teams and reach their customers. Having focused on South Africa and Nigeria in our previous episode, this time we head to Morocco to hear how the quick thinking proactivity of the first certified SAP partner in Africa, Algo Consulting Group, working with Morocco's Centre of Epidemiology, saw the country adopt its first ever digital tracking system in response to the coronavirus. We collected the requirement in the morning, we develop in the afternoon, we deliver all the increments in the midnight, and we were testing with the customer in the night. And I never thought as SAP uh, project manager, it has been more than 12 years that I will conduct many follow-up meetings with the customer at four o'clock morning. We'll then be speaking to Aragor Consulting about a pilot project that they have implemented to move IQ Group's HR process to a cloud solution whilst helping them adapt to working remotely during lockdown. Argo Consulting, as a company, is born in the cloud and so always work remotely. Uh, as our customers don't have necessarily the tools and the experience to work remotely, we have deployed uh, new processes and tools to help them to continue the project. And uh, more generally, the biggest challenge for Argo Consulting was to maintain the relationship and the closeness with clients. We hope that by listening to all of the interviews in our series, you will broaden your minds beyond your country and learn how other business leaders and innovative enterprises have faced adversity head-on, changing their mindset to build a brighter future. And as we journey across the region, I'll also be speaking to some of the regional heads to gain an overview of their learnings and how they have pivoted and adapted the way their business is operating. In this episode, I'm thrilled to be joined online by Hulu Dayush, SAP's Head of Channel Francophone Africa. So, welcome to the podcast, Khaloud. Um, how are things in Casablanca and how is the general working environment at the moment in Morocco? Thanks, Russell. It's a pleasure to have this interview uh, with you. So, the things in Morocco, we are in a quite critical situation due to the COVID. Actually, to have a fresh news, yesterday we uh, recorded about uh, 3,000 cases during the last 24 hours in Morocco. It was the maximum that we reached since the beginning of the COVID and it's very critical for us. You can imagine that Casablanca, as it's the economic capital and uh, the biggest city in Morocco, it's impacted a lot. So we're having about 80 million people, just to give you an idea about the, the, the population, and it's about uh, 16 districts. So this city is now impacted. We are now in a lockdown. There is a curfew at 10 p.m. School reopens, but we are still working remotely. Regarding SAP, the office is open, but mainly the people are working remotely. It's not an issue because as an IT company, we used to work uh, from uh, home and uh, having different countries to cover. It's part of our daily work. Great. Can you just explain your role at, at SAP as well? Sure. So I am a head of channel in uh, Francophone Africa. So Francophone Africa, it's the countries, it's 19 countries have a common language, which is the French language. We have North Africa with Algeria, Morocco and Tunisia. We have also Central Africa with Gabon, Congo, Cameroon and another part which is West Africa with Senegal, Ivory Coast and Mauritania. So I am managing the indirect business all over these countries. I'm based in Casablanca in Morocco and uh, I'm working with my team that are based mainly in uh, Morocco and Ivory Coast. This uh, territory is huge, as you can imagine, and the indirect model, which is the partner, our ecosystem, is very important and key to make sure that we are reaching all these territories and to cover the white space 
and to provide solution to our customers and implement the, the, the solutions that we are reselling. So our main objective in the channel is to recruit the right partner that will provide the right services. And uh, actually, they are the extended sales and consultant uh, team of SAP. We are really working closely. And we also make sure that this partner have the good enablements, the good knowledge of our solutions, and also, of course, uh, provide uh, good opportunities to make sure that we are growing the business in this region. In our previous episode, you know, we spoke to to Kathy Smith, so SAP's managing director for Africa. She's she's based in uh, Johannesburg, so same continent as you, but like ten thousand five hundred kilometers or something different from where you are. How would you say the experience of of working through COVID nineteen has differed between all the various different SAP teams across Africa? That's a good question. Actually, Morocco was very uh, proactive since we were looking after what was happening in other countries, like, uh, as you mentioned, Africa, South Africa and Europe. We were having more visibility on how was devastating this COVID-19 pandemic. So we were very reactive and uh, we decided to lock down the country. We decided also to, let's say, uh, have people working uh, from home if it was possible. And we decided to start a good communication between our partner and customers just to make sure that we are having a smooth transition between the situation before COVID and currently, actually. So let's say that it was a good transition and uh, the government was taking this restriction to make it more comfortable for us and to continue living in a perfect uh, situation. We can also say that in other countries uh, like uh, Tunisia and Algeria, they have uh, also acted in the same way as Morocco. So North Africa is mainly working in uh, in the common way. So uh, they, they, they have adapted the same uh, uh, political situation during COVID-19. West Central Africa and um, this country was working differently because the COVID-19 was not impacting them directly. I can say that no, they are more impacted than the beginning of the COVID during spring. No, they are taking some restrictions and uh, allowing people to work from home. But before let's say that it was more normal. Regarding SAP, as I mentioned, we are an IT company and we were able to be more proactive working remotely. It's part of our daily life. So we decided to uh, be uh, very uh, proactive by supporting our partners and customers and we decided to provide some guidelines regarding the COVID-19, how they can work remotely, how they can bring some uh, quick solution, how we can bring some solution that will make sure that uh, they can continue the business. It was unpredictable, the situation, so we have to act very quickly. And we created some packages with our partners that was allowing these uh, customers to just plug and play the solution and make it happen very quickly. So the implementation was actually uh, very quick. And actually it was needed because the customer were facing a situation that was not predictable. And for them, it was uh, a, good, a good solution to have um, SAP. We also provided some guidelines to uh, customers and uh, through the partners. We were working on eight task force to accelerate the impact of the business and to see how we can support again the customers in this difficult period in all Francophone Africa. So that's what I can share. I can say also that um, SAP, it's a big company. And we have the opportunity to cross match all the information, the success stories, the correction of error that we had in different market units. And that was very useful during this period of time, bringing us a lot of value to move forward and to beat this COVID-19 economical situation. So, so what would you say have been the biggest learning so far? We're recording this just as we enter the, the final quarter of the year, listening to all those th- things that you were just talking about there. I mean, what have been the key learnings? I mean, uh, I think that the key learning is that this year will remain in uh, all our minds. I mean, from uh, children till uh, adults. It was impacting a lot our economy, it was impacting a lot our social life, also the education, as I mentioned, for the kids, they were not going to school, so it was a difficult year, and I think everybody will remind uh, this situation, and it will be an historical year. 
I think that the cloud and the digitalization was really helping us to move forward. And we were already pushing for that to support the customer and the partner. But now, during this critical period, I think that it was more relevant for a company to survive with the cloud and the digital. So the transformation is here. We have to adapt ourselves, but also we have to make sure that we are very flexible because the time was running and we have to make sure that the business is still here. And I think that's the lesson learned during this period. I wanted to ask, actually, you're talking about adapting. I mean, how how have you adapted your working practices, both with the team and partners as, as well, obviously? Actually, from the first week, we were in a lockdown and we decided to create a lot of sync between the, 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 the market units and the business unit at SAP. So for us, it was easy. Webinars, online meetings, that's part of the, the, the daily work that we're having. And uh, we continue having this. We used to have also some big events that were part of our, uh, let's say, uh, way of working with our customers and the partners. Unfortunately, we were not able to make it happen. So we just switched to a digital marketing plan just to continue having the same connection with our customers and the partners during this critical period. And actually, we were amazed how people are transforming themselves during such a critical period. They were all able to connect and keep communication between us. So it was a key of our way of working. The digitalization was our way of working with our customers. And also we can say that um, we noticed that there is more opportunities and the project with a shorter scope in time. That means that we have to deliver very quickly and implement very quickly. So this is something new that we didn't had before, but this pandemic was accelerating the sales cycle that we had with our customers. And it was a good opportunity for us to to, to make it happen with our partners. Yeah, we're talking of of quick turnaround projects. We're we're about to hear from one of your partners at Algo Consulting Group and the work that they've done in in Morocco with the Centre of Epidemiology. What do you know about them and and what are you excited to hear from this this, uh, interview that we did? Listen, uh, Algo is a partner that I recruited two years ago now. From the first meeting that I had with them, I was really impressed on their strategy, on their innovative actions that they wanted to take in the territory of Francophone Africa. They are going and looking beyond the limits. And this is the partners that we really want in this period. Actually, they were well prepared. They had a very good consultant in a specific solutions that were able to react in any moment. And this is something that I'm really encouraging partners to do now because they have to differentiate themselves. They have to be innovative and they have to prove how much valuable SAP can provide solution that can make people living in a better world with our solution. Great. Well, here's the interview I recorded last week with Algo's Noel Haman and Dr. Ragig Ahmed, Director of the Centre of Epidemiology in Morocco. So, Noel, can you start by giving us a very quick overview of Algo? Just tell us where you're based, the size of the business and typical customers that you work with. Yeah. Algo Consulting Group is a software development company. We help our customers to improve their business by implementing digital transformation using the innovative solutions. So it has been two years We are SAP partner. We are a team of more than 100 employees with two offices, one in Morocco and the other one is in India. So we are working with different ministers, with transport sectors, and we help them to implement different solutions. Great. And so let's go back to March of this year. What was the situation like in in Morocco as the COVID-19 pandemic hit? I'm a Moroccan citizen, and I was really scared with how Morocco could handle the situation with COVID-19 with no digital system in the hospitals, in the laboratory. If other countries in US and Europe, 
they were really in big mess with COVID-19 situation. So how could Morocco could survive and save lives with only information papers? So we love Morocco. We are all in to help uh, in such crisis. So we took the initiative and we proposed to our health minister to help to build a system to manage uh, the journey of the patients from being uh, suspected to tested to infected to treated or pass away. That's how it starts. What was the um, systems that they had in place before you introduced you know, the work that you were doing? Yeah, there was no system. We don't have any system. They just put all the data in papers. And so you approached the health minister directly? Exactly. So we approached our health minister and we proposed that to build a system to manage the journey of the patients, right? Dr. Ahmed, what was your initial thought when Noel's team presented their proposal? Did, did you think something could be turned around so quickly? I know I, I am agree with you to develop some uh, application in short time is a big challenge. But in this context of COVID in the world, the first lesson can I take in this outbreak? If you don't do a challenge, you don't do anything. Our ministry, our team, our personnel, you don't have the choice. You must do it sometime and quickly. Because if you wait, you have maybe to be late to, to follow up the situation in our country and maybe in the world. What were the tools that you had in place and the systems at, at the time? It was something you needed to replace, wasn't it? I have, uh, I don't speak, give uh, big experience in uh, indigenous because my specialty is epidemiologist. But I have this um, not option, this uh, prefer to do in digitalization because I believe in digitalization. When the outbreak they start because they have experience in China, when you have the, the 100,000 cases, and I don't know the situation in my country, I am decide if you can manage this crisis, you must have good digitalization. And this, for me, the first step. And second step, because before can they have this opportunity with SAP and Nawal, I try in the team in my ministry to do this. But sometimes you have weakness, some experience or some team. When they have this opportunity with SAP and the team with Nawal, and when I find some involvement, engagement, and some professionalism, and uh, maybe disponibility because uh, sometimes you work late, uh, two hours p.m. or two hours a.m., when um, you find this context and you find this ingredient, you believe can you, you successfully your project. Noel, where do you start to turn something like this around so quickly? In fact, the story starts uh, last year in April, so Algo Consulting Group was the first SAP partner certified in Africa in SAP Analytics Cloud Solution and a Digital Boardroom. In fact, we created a package solution for transport sector, and it took us almost six months to implement the solution. We took the challenge and we adapted that package using COVID-19 data. So we were a team of 15 members working around the clock with our customers. We collected the requirements in the morning. We develop in the afternoon. We deliver all the increments in the midnight and we were testing with the customer in the night. It was really agile methodology. And I never thought as SAP project manager, it has been more than 12 years that I will conduct many follow-up meetings with the customer at four o'clock morning. And after the hard work and the commitment, we were able to deliver that solution on the cloud in two weeks. Also, we delivered many videos on how to use the solution for all the hospital agents and the laboratory agents to understand how to register all the patient information and the laboratory test results, if it's positive or negative. Can you tell us how the app works, the information that it's collating and what it's displaying? Yeah, okay. The first part of the system was installed at all the hospitals and the laboratory. So when the patient came to the hospital, they registered all the information about the patients. 
and then they do the test and then in the laboratory, the access to the system and then they update the information, the register file of the patients with positive or negative. And then we developed also dashboards for the managers to see all the KPIs about the COVID-19 data. The second part is about the stock of the medicine. So we manage all the stock of the medicines in all the hospitals in Morocco to see for each hospital how many the patients it could take charge of. The third part is about installing the whole digital boardroom in the office of the health minister. And for me, it was really the hardest part because uh, during the lockdown, no one is outside. We were so scared to get outside. We were uh, scared to get infected. And then I took the decision to go to the health minister's office. I'm mom, I have children. And then in order to install the digital boardroom, and I still remember during the first meeting of, with the minister, he was really amazed how we could deliver such solution only in two weeks. And not only that, in 30 minutes, the health minister was able to see all the information in real time about the confirmed cases, about the number of cases in all the 12 regions in Morocco, and to see all the stock of the medicine as well. He was able to manipulate the system to drill down very easily, and uh, it was really a big success story, yeah. And how did that change from, from what they had previously? In fact, there was no digital system implemented in the hospitals or the laboratory. All the information was collected in silos with no coordination at high levels and with the huge delays. And, and so the impact that it's had in terms of increased capacity for testing, what have they gone from and, and what are they able to do now? So exactly, before the system uh, has been implemented, as they were working only in papers, so the capacity was only 100 tests uh, per day. So after the system and uh, the process is easy, so we, we are able to test more than 10,000 per day at that time. And how did your um, team actually feel being part of this project? Yeah, it, we were so proud to be able to contribute and to help our country. And also with my team, when we created that package, it has been one year. We never thought that that package will help to save lives in our country. And exactly like Steve Jobs said, you cannot connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backward. So you have to trust that dots will connect you to bright future. Then I, I realized why I developed that package is only to help the country at that time. And Dr. Ahmed, can you explain what impact the work Noel's team provided has had on, on Morocco? The impacts can you they give this opportunity to, to do win some project with the new quality and the new tools in the world because I know, however, I am not a specialist, but I know the SAP. This is the, the new in the world when digitalization. And the impact we can do give this uh, sharing experience between Minister of Health and team because it's very important because this is the collaboration with private and public sector. However, this is initiative uh, for SAP. All this uh, issue, they give some add value and they give some experience and maybe to give some vision to the win another working in the future for another size or another context. And the results that you're now seeing, you know, through this dashboard, are, are you, how are you using that? Are you reporting on a regular basis to government, for example? Yes, because uh, Morocco in the same of the older country, uh, you must follow up the outbreak and you must communicate every day the situation in the media, in the TV. And the Minister of Health, uh, every day in 6 o'clock p.m., they give the situation officially on the all the TV and the radio. In order to have this situation and the time, because our challenge to have a real situation in real time, that's what they give this opportunity. However, now you have uh, no challenge because uh, now you have maybe to is day to day more to thousand, two thousand cases. Now you, you adapt our uh, challenge, our dashboard, because now maybe you don't need the uh, tie for cases in can you do in the past with SAP. Maybe now you can uh, another approach for aggregate data. 
Can you put a number on how many lives you think the system may have saved? It's difficult to can answer because for the analysis you need in study with all indicator and some variable. But generally, if you can have a system, you can detect the cases, to follow up the cases. You can have impact to save life. And maybe if you compare, because you have one indicator, can you compare the country? How many deaths in the million of population? And Morocco, you have the country when you have the less. If you can you compare with French, of Spain, of uh, Germany, of Belgium, Morocco is less. This situation, they give you some answer for question, but not with scientific arguments. And part of the solution enabled you to track the efficacy and the usage of medicines. How important will this be for future pandemics or, or for other, in, uh, other diseases? Yes, yes, because you, you know all the world. Now, the SARS-CoV-2 is not the last. That's can you be sure. Maybe the first revision for HR, international health regulation in the world, they start by the SARS-2003. And maybe the change in SARS-CoV-2 to be two. They will be just two years ago, you have Ebola. And maybe four years ago or 10 years ago, you have uh, influenza. With this density in population, when they're traveling in the world, they will be stopped. Except if this situation now give more impact in the world and maybe they change our hobby or uh, But maybe with this demographic in the world, with this social connection, with this traveling, this is not last. And maybe all the organization of Minister of Health in the world, they start to think in what tomorrow will be. Mm. And you may need to prepare. Well, that leads me on actually to the next question I wanted to ask you, because I was wondering if you think the digital boardroom solution that you've put in place to track and trace covid could be used in other ways in the future in, in Morocco. So, for example, do you see it transforming the healthcare sector, perhaps maybe to give a, a better steer on illness or patient numbers or perhaps better plan resources? I agree with you. Maybe in our country, they start to use digital agent, but maybe you don't use this digital agent in better because you have a lot of uh, opportunity not uh, taken in our country. I agree with you on not, but I mean country on the world. The digitalization experience in this outbreak, they give lots of hope just to notify or detect it. Maybe the follow-up, maybe the tracing the contact, maybe a lot of opportunity. But sometimes you have some challenge with the law, with the freedom for uh, social, with the, some uh, perception with the population. But in generally, the digital agents, they have a big, 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 big opportunity to manage. But not just objective or not just only. This is the tool can you use with good system, with good organization, with good collaboration. If you have this all ingredient, the digital is a good tool to win lots of issues. Now, obviously, this project has given your team a huge focus when lockdown first hit. But has COVID-19 impacted your organisation in, in any other way? And I'm thinking about the business itself. You know, have you been impacted financially? Has it changed anything in terms of the communications with your people and your, and your partners? And, and also whether or not individuals within the teams have suffered in any way, be that their own mental health or, or physical health? We work with one team, one spirit. So that's improved a lot our communication with the team internally. And uh, because the solution has been published everywhere in the TV, in the press, they showed how the health minister with his team, with the big screen, the digital boardroom, he's follow up the daily cases. This generates uh, quite leads for us. And it was a good thing for Algo. And have you had to change the way you, you work at all with, with your teams during this period? In fact, we learned, I mean, uh, we have to keep up. So as before, we have to be ahead, to get expertise, to create packages. And the most important thing you have to believe that this will lead to the success. It's the same what happens with COVID-19. I mean, because of that package, we have that success and we should continue in the same way. 
Dr. Ahmed, obviously being at the core of the crisis in, in Morocco, how has your team been impacted? And with the theme of our podcast series in mind, have you reset your team and organisation in any way to hopefully get through this current crisis situation? Yes, you must. I agree with you. The good add value in our system, and generally in my country, to be quickly the wind issue. Because in the past, if you can do wind change, you must meet in the regulation, uh, the committee. This also they give opportunity if you have objects, if you have the tools, you must start the action. I give you this example. Since 2030, they try to do win in integration of our system for information with digitalization. It's difficult because you must have all uh, consentments, exam. But just in two weeks, you can do in the system. You don't need, need not meeting, not reglementation. That you have the objective because you have the need, because you can do in action, because you are solving the problem. I know this approach or this um, pragmatic uh, approach, this is for me is very important. And to be efficient, because sometimes you have different disparities between country, but your big challenge to have inadequacy, but what can I do and what resources you have? Do you feel that the uh, people of Morocco feel optimistic about the future? This is my opinion. The people not die by outbreak. By they die when you don't have the hope in the future. And how about yourself, Noel? We are strong people and uh, we are very positive. Uh, we believe what's coming is better than before. I can't talk only about myself. I don't know. I don't know about the others, but uh, yeah, we are we are so positive, and we believe what's coming is better. Yeah, that's fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation. Thank you. So we're back with um, Khaloud Ayush, uh, SAP's Head of Channel Francophone Africa. What did you think of the project that Noel and Dr. Ahmed have, have worked on? This project was amazing, actually. It's a real success story for our country. And uh, I mean, more than a success story for our country, it's something that was saving lives, if I can say that, because uh, during this COVID-19 situation, we started with uh, uh, the Center of Epidemiology that were not being able to have any documents uh, collected. Everything was collected in silo. And now we are providing them uh, an analytics information that they can be more proactive, they can monitor how many hospitals, how uh, many cases, and uh, how they can react. So it was crucial for us at this moment. Algo was really playing a strong role here because as a partner, they were uh, very quick delivering the right message in the right moment for this customer that was uh, looking after a solution. And as I was mentioning, Algo were already working in a solution for uh, SAP uh, Analytics Cloud and Digital Boardroom. So it's a predictive analytics during one year. So they were able to uh, make sure to deliver the, the, the right uh, solution in the right moment. And actually it was super fast. During two weeks, they were implementing the solution and the government was using every day on the TV, the information provided by our tool. So it was uh, I was super proud of Algo. I was super proud of SAP. And I was really feeling myself bringing added value to my country. And this is something, this is a feeling that uh, it's really making us proud working for a company such like SAP and having these partners providing the right support in the right moment. It's a great story. I mean, do, do you think you can see the similar kind of project being used in other countries? Exactly. That's what I wanted to highlight, actually. With Algo, as the success story was actually well-driven, we decided to have an extra mile and to deploy in other countries the same solution. So we reached the government of Tunisia, we reached also the government of Senegal, and we wanted to replicate the same project. So they are listening to us, and we are working on it right now to make sure that we can provide this uh, solution in a very quick uh, timing, that's, that's what I can share. That's the beauty of having a large countries to manage because we can use one partner with a good reference and replicate the same 
solution and implementation in other countries. Okay, well, as I mentioned at the top of the show, we're going to hear from another SAP partner and their client. Um, earlier this week, I spoke to Vanessa Ouvrard, a sales manager, SAP Success Factors at Argo Consulting. Um, they are an SAP Gold partner, uh, together with Loic Pillay, Director of IT Applications at iCube Group and his colleague Marouan Ibnatic, iCube's HRSI manager, who talked us through a pilot project to transform iCube's HR process and accelerate the growth of their organisation all over Africa. And I started by asking Loic to give us a quick introduction to his business. Yeah, of course, Russell. First, Castel Group is a leading player in the beverage industry in Africa. Our business is beverages. This business is focused on production and distribution delivery of a wide range of beverages such as beers. Of course, it's maybe the, the most important uh, market. Uh, soft drinks, energy drinks, premix cocktail, wine, and even water. Our operations are carried out uh, 21 uh, countries through Africa, and we are much more uh, 30,000 employees for Castle Group in the continent. My role in iCube is to lead the central office for Castle Group activities through Africa, dedicated to projects such as success factors and other, um, other branches, and support services for their subsidiaries. We are a team of 60 people based in Casablanca, Morocco, and uh, we manage a very large scope of uh, IT skills, uh, such as uh, infrastructures, networks, systems, security, and of course, obviously, for my uh, my own uh, IT application for business improvement. The aim of our activity is to sell better, to buy better, to produce better, and to manage better. We focus on the centralization and the standardization of all our information systems because we are very late in the IT global process for, for the group. Our mission is to choose best solutions on the market and deploy it in all the countries to align management procedure and um, deliver flexible solutions to improve efficiency. In one word, we must be global, but local. And uh, similarly, Vanessa, do you want to tell us about Arago? Yes, for sure. So Arago is born in the cloud. It's in our DNA. We reset and implement market-leading cloud solution as a SAP Success Factors, Concur, SAP Fieldglass, PeopleDoc, SapQualtrics, and MyMeta, which modernize and dramatically transform human resources management. Leading player in the HR cloud dedicated to Success Factors solution in Europe since our creation for more than 10 years now. Argo Consulting has developed and capitalized project methodologies and best practices exclusively uh, adapted to the cloud market. And uh, we count among its ranks pioneers of the cloud HR with actively participate in the HIS revolution. So we are more than 180 consultants. We are present in 11 countries. We have done more than uh, 550 successful success, success cloud projects. And uh, we are the first success factors expert center in Europe. Uh, and we have the pleasure to, to, to be implemented in Morocco, in Casablanca, to be close as possible to our customers. That's great. And, and what was the main challenge of this particular um, project with iCube? There were two main pains during this project. The first was that the previous tools weren't adapted. HR operational management wasn't efficient, many manual tasks, HR data not relevant, uh, many difficulties to edit HR uh, reports, and employees were not satisfied by the HR offer. And the second was that we faced different levels of maturity and needs in the subsidiaries. So iCube decided to base his um, HIS roadmap on five strategic pillars to find a cloud solution, digital, integrated, standard, uh, regarding the HR best practice and secure. So that's why iCube decided to implement SAP Success Factors with Argo Consulting as the solution at the capacity to cover all the process and based on the HR uh, practices with a rapid deployment methodology, as Loic said previously, and our strong experience and expertise has been able to support iCube during the project and fix uh, all the issues. 
The gains today uh, for iCube are clear and aligned with the initial strategy, a cloud solution based on HR-based practices with a common data referential, easy HR reports, and continuous innovation thanks to SAP. Would you say that the pandemic has created additional challenges at all? Argo Consulting, as a company, is born in the cloud and so always work remotely. Uh, as our customers don't have necessarily the tools and the experience to work remotely, we have deployed uh, new processes and tools to help them to continue the project. And uh, more generally, the biggest challenge for Arago Consulting was to maintain the relationship and the closeness sorry, with um, its clients. Arago Consulting has always been available for them. So we wanted to keep this uh, availability in any circumstance. So to do so, we, we have been extremely reactive to bring solutions and quickly answer to, to their needs. For example, we have created and enabled for free the COVID-19 SAP SuccessFactors configuration for our clients, employee health, to help them managing the COVID crisis and take care of their employees. We have support our customers to by launching new offers. For example, MyMeta to facilitate the adoption of the tool on remote. And we also created and animated more than 20 webinars in less than uh, six months covering many different topics to keep in touch with our customers, uh, share with them some added value content and introduce our new solution and best practices. So, Louis, what's been the impact on your business of the work that Vanessa's team has provided? A huge impact first. <laughs> IQ was looking for the best, best HR cloud solution on market. But we also needed uh, to go fast to deploy a pilot. Uh, so our main problem is uh, a big maturity gap on all our countries regarding HR processes. For some subsidiaries, for instance, uh, processes are on the run, but applications is, is missing or it doesn't cover all needs. For other subsidiaries, uh, there is a lack of uh, running processes and even a lack of tool. So we uh, research a partner, a real partner, uh, which could give us a methodology to deploy faster based on the best practice coming from other companies. Arago was able to propose us its fast-track approach, and it did fit perfectly. We have deployed a pilot for three first countries, Algeria, Ivory Coast, and Gabon, with success factors module uh, and uh, time-off module, performance and goals, and learning management systems. The fast-track methodology added to the experience and the expertise of Arago uh, was the best combo, I think, for leading our projects. We didn't have to express all of our needs in detail, but rather use pre-configured processes to go on. In conclusion, we were very easily able to deploy faster and better, and our subsidiaries are finally very satisfied about the operational results. And um, Marouane, can you talk us through how COVID has impacted your company and how the tools that have been implemented by Arago are being used in supporting your HR during this difficult period? We recognize that the COVID-19 pandemic has had a significant impact on our company uh, in uh, many aspects. Some of them are uh, our employees' work and life. The biggest changes uh, are things like companies' policies and uh, procedures and the um, urgency to uh, respect the social distancing. With that, I think a lot of challenges came, uh, just to mention a few, um, managing HR administrative requests using digital tools, providing uh, additional time off without pay, and uh, of course, uh, additional paid uh, time off, and the necessity also uh, to change how we deliver the content of training. Because now people are either uh, working uh, remotely or uh, they have to respect the social distancing uh, in their uh, workplace, the tools that have been uh, implemented by Arago have been needed like never before uh, to support uh, our uh, HR in this particular period, I think. Could you go into a bit more detail about how you're using success factors within the business? Currently, we have deployed uh, so far uh, three modules, uh, Employee Central and, uh, of course, uh, Time Off. But also uh, we have deployed performance and goals and learning management system module, LMS, in uh, three countries, Algeria, 
Gabon and the Ivory Coast. And so you, you touched on just earlier about how where people are having to work. I mean, have you had to change the way you're working in any other way at all due to, to COVID? We have had uh, moments uh, of reflection and uh, reinvention in uh, a lot of ways we work. I also think we've had an experience about questioning uh, a lot of principles, uh, practices, assumptions, beliefs that were true uh, for a long time. But uh, we needed to shift in a record time. And that's what we did in many aspects. We have made uh, so far a lot of changes. Just to mention a few, I would list uh, virtually recruiting and onboarding, uh, onboarding employees but also uh, shifting to the management of remotes after the confining uh, hybrid teams. We also cut uh, the business travels uh, entirely. It was uh, really helpful to be able uh, to take what we normally do uh, in person and be able to deliver the same results based on meetings through uh, Microsoft Teams and our uh, video conference systems. And so finally, uh, Vanessa, do you think the impact of COVID will see more acceleration in companies wanting to move to the cloud? Yes. For, for us, it's, uh, we see that like an opportunity. That is to say, um, before the COVID, it was uh, really hard to convince our customer to go on the cloud. But today, it's just uh, necessary for them because they have to work on remote. So the cloud solution is the solution. They have to keep in touch with their employee. Cloud solution is the solution. And the, the, the base trust is SAP and the innovation of SAP for that. So for us, it's really an accelerator, an opportunity to move to the cloud. That's great. Um, thank you so much for, for sharing the case study uh, with us. Vanessa, if, if listeners want to find out more information about the work that Arago uh, are doing, where's the best place for them to go? On our website, aragoconsulting.com, or on our LinkedIn pages. That's great. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, Hulud, we've heard two inspiring stories from your partners and, and customers. What I was wondering, though, is if you have anything of your own to share that you wanted to highlight from the last so, sort of five, six months. Yes, actually, a big part of a strong technology company like SAP is really a great opportunity. And you can feel that every month there is nice stories to share. I can share with you a story with a huge call center based in Morocco, but also having some subsidiaries in West Central Africa, mainly in Senegal. They uh, are using our uh, HR solution, SuccessFactor, and they were working with one of our partners, Arago, uh, to implement this solution uh, over these uh, other subsidiaries. You can imagine that uh, during COVID-19, working remotely is uh, very important to keep the business continuity. So this solution was providing to the customer an end-to-end -end solution to keep an eye on how the team and uh, the human resource are delivering from the recruitment till the follow-up with their management and their career and how they are succeeding and how they can improve themselves. So it was also something that I wanted to share because it was for a large number of employees. You can imagine that call centers, there are a lot of people. I can share also other stories uh, that we had in Tunisia, for example, with one of the biggest beverage company that uh, was moving from ECC which is our uh, old ERP, to the new version to make it updates on the solution and be more competitive in the business. This was done also uh, through uh, one of our partners, Sirius. And I mean, the time of switching from the old version to the new version was so quick. They were so impressed about this new solution and they were able to beat again uh, this uh, pandemic situation with the right solution and, and uh, continue providing business to their customers. Do you think end uh, customers' expectations now are going to be changed? They're going to expect all these projects to be delivered so quickly now? I think so, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you... Um, I mean, I can compare this to the to, to the Z generation. They want everything quickly. Yeah, and, that's right. 
<laughs> and I think now we are going in this way. I mean, everything needs to be done uh, quickly. We have internet. We have, I mean, if we want to look after something, it's easy to just Google it or uh, and find the, the information. With the social media also, everything is quick. The information is spread all over the world. So I think this is the trend of uh, the, the, the world now. Uh, everything, I want this now and I want it customized, by the way. <laughs> and, uh, and this is uh, how SAP is really impacting also the business because we're having a very specific solution by industries and uh, it's making the difference between the competition. So I, I really think that this is the trend of uh, the new uh, business. Fantastic. And, and just finishing off, turning to the future, based on the conversations that you've been having with your clients and, and listening, to, obviously, to the stories that we've heard and shared today, in your opinion, what does you know, the next six to, let's say, 18 months look like in Morocco for SAP, for your partners and for your customers as well? I think that uh, it's very promising. Morocco, but in general, Francophone Africa is a huge region that is growing a lot. So there is a lot of potential. We just have to address it in the right way, in the right moment with the right solution. And I think that today our, our vision at SAP is to give us the opportunity to support our customer and bring these large solutions, we have a large coverage of solutions. I mean, we are covering customer experience, HR, procurement, supply chain, ERP, and Qualtrics. So this dynamic of having a large panel of solutions is bringing a lot of added value to a customer. He's not only focused on something that is very specific, but we are seeing in more general how we can bring added value to our customers. I'm saying that this region is very amazing because the potential that we're having is incredible. I mean, from oil and gas to smallest company to the biggest company with telco, with bank, all these companies want to grow. And we are having a good motion of development in this region. I think that with the team that we're having today, with uh, the skills of our channel, the potential that we are having in this region, I mean, I think that it's 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 something that will bring a lot of added value to SAP and also to 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 to, to the world and to the region. We are saying, and we used to say that SAP is making the world run better and improve people's life. I think that this sentence is making sense with the cases that we were talking about and with the solution that we were providing. It's really improving people's life. I, I love how you said that with with such a smile on your face. So, yeah. so it really does show that, that you mean it. And um, no, this, has been, this has been tremendous. Thank you so much. Or I should say merci beaucoup uh, oui, merci. For, <laughs> for, for taking the time to uh, chat to us today. Thank you so much. Merci. Au revoir. Well, that's it for this second episode of Reset from SAP Amir South. So thanks once again to all my guests for sharing their stories with us. We hope the podcast uh, has helped in your own thinking about how you adapt your business as we come through the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the series on your favourite podcast app. And if you've enjoyed listening, then please do give us a positive rating and review. But for now, from me, Russell Goldsmith, thanks for listening and goodbye. <laughs>